What's up guys? Welcome back to NBA Fantasy Cast Episode 5. Let's go! We are back! My name is Dean, I'm your host for this week's episode, and I got my co-host with me today, starting with the man to my left, he's back once again, introduce yourself! What's up guys, it's Stefan. Hey, he's back once again, pretty sure permanent member of the show right now, so uh, that's <laughs> awesome, and our longtime host who was here from the beginning, man to my right, he's back once again, introduce yourself! My name is Jordan. Hey! Yay! He's back! Once again, and we are NBA Fantasy Cast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on PulsePodcastNetwork.com. You can also find many other sports podcasts on that website. Um, and you can also find us on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, Radio Public. And if you search NBA Fantasy Cast on Twitter, you'll find us there as well. Um, be sure to support the different podcasts on the network through Patreon. So go to Patreon, and if you search Pulse Podcast Network, you can find different podcasts there if you would like to donate. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to keep these intros short, so let's get right into it with some of the best topics of the week. First up, we got the drama in Washington. So it was reported by Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter saying that uh, the Wizards are signaling a willingness to consider trading overtures and entire roster including all-star guards John Wall and Bradley Beal. John Wall and Bradley Beal, I repeat. So yeah, Wizards looks like they're willing to trade anyone. Um, So what do you guys think about this report? Um... Well, I think it goes back to what Stefan said in the podcast uh, earlier. Uh, they've kind of done the whole John Wall, Bradley Beal thing. Um, they're not getting any younger. They're probably not getting any better. So I think they just need to trade them. And honestly, I think uh, I think Beal and Wall uh, separately. I don't think they should be traded together. I think separately they should be traded to different teams. Uh, I think they'd be very valuable to another team out there. So yeah, I think they'd be very valuable, and they they should just. I know they they actually have been doing better recently. I think they're around the eleventh seed, so you never know. They could make a playoff push, but I think they just need to blow up the roster and uh, uh, start rebuilding. Because honestly, if you look at the team, they're not that bad. They should be in a playoff spot, but and when it comes down to it, um, so it's like it was reported that there's a lot of drama and an anonymous player from the Wizards saying that. They actually love Scott Brooks. The whole team loves Scott Brooks as a coach. He does great, but he can't coach John Wall, and John Wall has a a very big personality, and he's really hard to deal with. And honestly, that doesn't surprise me. John Wall seems like he'd be a a lot to deal with and stuff like that. So it was reported there's a big thing in practice, and John Wall told Scott Brooks, like, F you after Mm -hmm. calling them out to be uh, more of a challenge to other teams and stuff. So... I, I could see that happening, but when it comes down to it, John Wall is great. I think he's definitely a top point guard in the East, but he he can't lead a team. He doesn't know how to lead a team. Like, yeah, I'll put up great stats, but he has no leadership, and they've just come to disappointments. Like, yeah, they can get to the playoffs, but they've never really gotten past the first round, so we'll yeah. see what's going to happen from there. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, it, it's tough because John Wall has a, always been a, a pretty good player if you look at his numbers. I mean, he's always been a guy who's close averaging a double-double. Um, he's always been, like, one of the best playmakers in the league. Um, so it'd be nice for him to, uh, I think, a change of scenery is probably what's necessary right now. And the thing about the Wizards is if you look at their roster, they're pretty good, but they're kind yeah. of in, in no-man's land, right? They don't have, apart from, like, Wall and Beal, I mean, those are two pretty good players, but... They don't really have anyone that that you look at apart from those two and be like, man, this guy's really going to be good. Um, They have a lot of average players like Otto Porter uh, comes to mind. Austin Rivers, who can be decent at times. But, I mean, no one really jumps out, which is kind of hard. Especially... Uh, he's never really healthy. Yeah, he's never really healthy. And, I mean, he's a shell of himself. He's not the player he used to be. I know he had a good year last year, but... um, his impact isn't the same. Okay. With with how the East is looking right now, too, you would think that um, they'd have a big chance at actually uh, making it deep, at least 
a playoff spot, but it doesn't even look like that's where they're headed right now, which is kind of sad, especially with the players they have. Um, like John Wall, I'd say, I know we're going to talk about point guards in the East, but I'd probably put him at least top 10. Um, so that should help you get into the playoffs alone, especially in the Eastern Conference. But just looking here, another thing that a trade would be ideal, but if you look at John Wall's uh, contract, four years, $170 million. He still, has, wow. he still has four years left? Uh, his contract kicks in next year, um, his contract extension. Oh, okay. So if you think about it, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that John Wall is worth four years, $170 million. it'd be good for a trade because then someone who's trading for him gets him for four years. It's not like a Kawhi Leonard, like, oh, he might only be up for three years. So if they do, I know it's a big contract, yeah. a lot of money to take on, but if they trade for him, it's like, hey, we got this guy for four years. Let's. It, it would be worth the trade. Yeah. It's just from a, like a, a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that in four years John Wall is going to be worth forty six million. Yeah. Especially for the way he's playing right now. I mean, twenty points, eight assists. Is, it's pretty good, but I'm sure you can get that from someone else at a much cheaper price, right? Right. John Wall is twenty eight years old, so four years from now he's uh, he's gonna be out of his prime probably. Especially his game relies a lot on athleticism, so I can't really see him still being like one of the premier point guards in the league in four years. I think that's a huge commitment for anyone who's who would want to trade for John Wall. Um, I think Bradley Beal, he's got more of a friendly contract. I think that's that's the guy that's more likely to be moved just because so the twenty twenty one, right? His contract till twenty twenty one. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. So, so two more years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more. That's you know you don't have to commit long term. <clears throat> you can re-sign him afterwards if things are going well. Um, and but it's he's all just he's just trade. a great he's a great player. Like he can he can space the floor, and I think that we haven't even seen his full potential playing with a ball dominant guy like John Wall. So. Uh, I think uh, Bradley Beal is more likely to be traded, but honestly, like I'm not even concerned about these guys. I'm more worried about Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks, I I'm done, man. Like, what has this guy done in the league to deserve still having a job when the Wizards are six and twelve in the East? Six and twelve in the East. This team was was supposed to be top four in the East going into the year. And right now they're sitting at eleventh, six and twelve. And this guy, it's it doesn't even seem like his job is threatened. We've talked about before how management is backing Scott Brooks. Like, when are we gonna stop blaming it on these players and start putting some blame on the coach, Scott Brooks? Uh, don't know if I can agree with that. I think the blame goes on the coach way more. Than it does go on the players. Dwayne, Dwayne Casey and. And DeRozan. But what has Scott Brooks done in it in I his know, he NBA have... career to deserve a leash like this? This yeah. is ridiculous. He de- he deserves to be like. There should be at least a storyline of like, hey, like this guy's like on the bare books. minimum a storyline. Yeah, line. bare minimum. Yeah, because like that the stint and uh, like he didn't do very well with he's OKC's coach, right? He was with OKC when he had Durant and like West. He always he gets blessed Hart. with three MVPs on his team. And he can't figure out a way to get it done. He gets to the to the finals once. They get destroyed by Miami. Whatever. But, like, to be up 3-1... Wait, was was that Billy Donovan, actually? Billy Donovan, when they were up 3-1 on... Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was okay, it was. okay. Well, either he, way, honestly, like, Scott Brooks, he has not done anything in this league. And I, I believe his he has way too much of a leash for a team that's six and twelve, eleventh in the East, should be a playoff team and probably top four. Um Ooh. so I, I don't know why we're we're talking about breaking these guys up. Like the talent is there. Clearly they're just not being used correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think they do need to get broken up though. I think they, they need a new I think Washington needs to need a new coach, but I also don't know that that's really going to fix anything. I do think they need to be traded as well. They need to blow up the team. And they got some pieces to build around. Like, you got Porter, Howard, uh, Markeith Morris, uh, Kelly Aubrey Jr., uh, Sadoransky. Uh, yeah, I was just going to bring him So up. they have some guys to build around. So I think with those guys as well as, like, maybe some draft picks or some, like, high-profile uh, kind of, I don't know, like, some role players, I think, like, 
it's not that, like you have something. It's not like when you lose those guys, you have nothing at all, and it gives the younger guys a chance to develop and stuff. Yeah, I mean, those guys are all decent players, um, but in terms of making it to the playoffs this year, I don't think it's in. It's not in the books this year. What they should do wow. is they should trade those players, um, get the most draft picks they can, and go for a rebuild. At yeah, this that's point. that's what I think. Um, this sure. year is not it's not a playoff run. They shouldn't be looking out um, and and hoping to make the playoffs. Uh, and that's one problem that often happens to NBA teams is they always cling to to playoff hope. I mean. Even if they make the playoffs, they wouldn't even go that far, to be honest. Because chances are, if they do, they'll become a, what, 8th or 7th seed? And chances are they'd probably get swept, because they'd be playing who, the Raptors or the Bucks or Philly? There's no way. I don't even see them winning a game against any of those teams, uh, especially this year. But is that the attitude they have, though? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're still... Oh, 100%. They're still trying to make the playoffs. Cause, like, and they think they can do something. I, honestly, there. they've I, been playing... I know they lost to the Raptors last night, but, but before that, they they won like a few games in a row. So, like, they're not that far out of a playoff spot right now. And we know how weak the East kind of is, so yeah. it's definitely not impossible. I do think they should blow up the team, but they could definitely still make a 7th or an 8th seed. It's definitely not too late. Do you think they should blow up the team right now mid-season? Do you <sighs> think they should wait till the trade deadline or wait till after the season? I think they should play it out a bit more. Okay. Like okay. this were if they I don't know, like if it really cuz like when we first last talked about this, they were doing really bad. They were like bottom seeders, but like recently they've been doing better. So I'd say give it a bit more time. And if they start winning games, like, keep it. And if they start losing some more games, then maybe blow it up. But I'd say give it, like, I don't know, another 10 games. See what the, how many yeah. wins they can rack up in there. Because they could still make the playoffs. Yeah. It's definitely doable. I think, like, I don't think they should blow it up. As I said, I think they should just move on from Scott Brooks. But if mm-hmm. you are going to blow it up, I think you just got to do it now. Like, what, what are you waiting for? Like, if you're yeah. going to blow up the team eventually, you might as well start that process now start you know tanking pretty much tanking like you're not tanking you're not losing on purpose but you're getting rid of your stars for future assets and then you will obviously not be as good this year and get a high draft pick hopefully especially in this upcoming rookie class you definitely want to be there so i think if you are going to do that do that now yeah and i mean with those young guys that they have the guys you mentioned sadarinsky uh, Porter Ubre. I think they need to give those guys a chance um, to actually play a lot of minutes and develop. So if they are going to blow it up, blow it up now. Um, let them get their feet wet as uh, you know more major uh, key players on their team. Uh, with Wall and Beal gone, if they're traded, I mean there's going to be so many minutes to be distributed. So give those guys the chance. Um, let them you know uh, develop properly, because uh, the only way they can develop is by playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so give them the chance, show them what they got, and then at the end of the year you can decide if you know you want to keep those guys if that's the way you want to go. But I don't think they should wait too long because you never know. There might be injuries. Um, teams' interests might die down a little bit on those players. Um, if they're hot right now, if people want them right now, then go ahead and trade them. Get the most you can for that package because um, you never know. Uh, look at Isaiah Thomas, right? His injury just kind of blown up and then it, his career just went off the rail, right? So mm-hmm. I would say don't risk it. The market is hot right now. Get those guys. Um, you know, a lot of teams right now would want uh, oh, John yeah. Wall or Brad- Bradley Beal. Um, They'd be super valuable to another team. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, like the Spurs or something like that. Exactly. exactly. So I think they should blow it up now. Don't risk it. You don't want to wait until the tread deadline. Um, if interest is there right now, do it up. Yeah, and, and just to build off that, like I, I want to... Um, kind of single out Sadoransky there because when John Wall was out last he, year I remember yeah. he, he was really playing well and that team was moving the ball a lot more and um, it, that, that was really good to see and really more fun to watch than the basketball they play now so I think they they can if they lose John Wall I don't think um, you're taking that big of a step obviously he's less talented but your team will be playing better basketball overall um, with Sadoransky there and ball movement, and that way you can even feature Bradley Beal more. Um, but I, I, I want to build off um, what you said there with those guys, Beal and Wall will be valuable on other teams. So just building off that, where do you guys think that John Wall will be most valuable? Or who do you think 
should pick up John Wall, and then who do you think should get? Bobby I said it. I, I know we we talked about this a little bit um, between us there, but I think John Wall would be most valuable with the Spurs. Yeah. Think about their roster right now. They have no point guards. Um, well, I know all, Dejounte. Yeah, exactly. Dejounte Murray was their point guard of the future, but he's hurt right now. Patty Mills. I mean, he's, he's off. Your, he's uh, off the bench. He yeah. Yeah. He's your average player. He's he's not going to go ahead and uh, bring your team <laughs> to the playoffs. You want some? You, that's someone you want to come off the bench. So John Wall and LaMarcus Aldridge pick and roll, that's going to be unstoppable. Um, John Wall has always been a good player off the pick and roll. Um, he made Gortat actually relevant, so I'm sure he could do a lot of damage with Aldridge. And um, pretty, I don't know. I just I see him dirty. fitting super well with Popovich, to be honest. I think it would be a nice system. Um, he'd be able to run the offense really well. <coughs> He'll have some pressure off of him, especially with um, DeRozan and those guys there on the roster. So mm-hmm. that'd be an awesome fit for John Wall. And if- Pop would really put him in his place. Like he's he's not gonna walk all over uh, Pop. So I think Pop would put him in his place, and that'd be good for the both of them. Because like, yeah, you can walk all over Scott Brooks, but no one's doing that to Pop. I don't, yeah. I don't care if you're LeBron James; you're not walking over Pop like that. So I think that'd be good. I think that's a. I don't really know who they have to trade for him. Yeah. So that's the only problem. But if if they did pull it off, you got John Wall, you got DeRozan, Rudy Gay, Lamarcus Aldridge. Like that's that's pretty dirty, man. And but, John Wall's good defensively, and they they need defense. Spurs are really bad defensively. So if the Wizards can't fi- like if John Wall can't figure it out with Bradley Beal, what makes you guys think that he'll be successful playing alongside DeRozan and Aldridge? Because that's another All Star. But he can't figure it out with Bradley Beal right now. So yeah, but he has a whole another All Star. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, so he, you'll have two All Stars with him. Yeah. But isn't that just going to be more like uh, conflict within the team? Because the con like clearly Bradley Beal and John Wall don't get along, so if he has now DeRozan to share it with and Aldridge, like to me that's that's just uh, that makes it worse. You see oh, what I'm saying? Never, I don't know. You never really know to give it a try. I don't. It might make it worse. Might not. But he he needs. To, I think that he needs to get out of Washington. I think the Spurs are a good fit. I I like what you said there. Like they they are pretty weak at point guard right yeah, now. Yeah, they need a point um, guard. I just don't like Murray has so much potential. I, I don't know if he But he Murray is not ready to be a playoff starting point guard. Yeah, cuz the Spurs right now, I think their window is closing. Um so with the roster they have now, I mean the Marcus Aldridge is getting a little bit older. Um Rudy Gay, his play has kind of been declining here and there. He's so. still very good though. Yeah, but he's still you good. can tell by Yeah, he's not as good as he used to be, but he's still Exactly. It's not like he sucks. And I mean the guys that that might help you when it comes to the playoffs. Guys like Powell with experience, those guys aren't going to be in the league for a while now. So I do think that their chance <clears throat> is slowly dwindling down. So if you want to make a push, it's it's right now. So getting a quality, a quality player like John Wall right now would mm-hmm. be the right thing for them to do. But did the Spurs ever, like, did, does their window ever close? No. They've been relevant for, like, 20 years. <laughs> like, they I always, think they, they, they could all, always figure it out. They always make the playoffs. The only yeah. thing is if Pop leaves, I could see. And, so and this, you know his time's going to come to an end. Yeah, soon. obviously it's getting there. But um, as long as he's there, I think uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, they, they can figure it out. Um, I mean, it's let's not give all the credit to Pop. He he's obviously like the best basketball coach of all time, but like, like they've also had a very good team over those years. So like, yes, Pop's great, but when you have like Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, and Ginobili in their prime for how many years, like obviously you're gonna stay relevant. So let's not give all the credit to Pop because they've also had a very good team. Yeah, but some of those guys were not supposed to have the careers that they had. Yeah, like, I think it's a... I definitely wasn't yeah. supposed to be this player. Tony mm-hmm. Parker even. You I know, think it's like, a, they're also a product of their environment too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Playing under Pop, the system that they had too, um, definitely helped the, their careers become what it is. No, for sure. I'm just saying Pop shouldn't get all the credit. They've also had very good players throughout the career. Yeah, they've had good players, but... The one consistent, like the players have changed, but Pop's always been there, and they have they though. Yeah, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Janelle, we played like how many years there? So okay, David Robinson, you have yeah. Kawhi era, you yeah, have so, DeRozan, and they, they still could make noise in the West. They're yeah, not sure. playing well right now, but don't make the so playoffs. Like, 
with all those guys gone. Even last year without Kawhi, he still figured out a way. I know, like, and all they Aldridge, had was Aldridge. So, That's impressive. I don't know. Aldridge went off last year. Uh, so, yeah, so Spurs definitely could use a point guard, John Wall, but another team that could use a point guard is the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> right now, they're starting K- Isaiah Kanan. Uh, at point guard, yeah, and he's they've terrible. also shifted Devin Booker some games to point guard. So, do you guys think John Wall could fit in there, or do you guys think that maybe uh, you move Booker to the point guard nah. and have Miles Bridges start? No, Booker shouldn't be a point guard. Um, he's a ball handler, yeah, but not a point guard. No, he's not. He's, you need you want him to especially to be able to catch and shoot with how good he is a, as a shooter. Um, so you don't want him doing all the ball handling duties. Actually, John Wall would be a really good fit. I mean, him and Aiden would actually be a really nice combo. If you have um, and you can a, hit a trio up of Aiden, shots. Wall, and Beal, um, and uh, Booker, okay. oh, man, that's that would put a lot of fear in a lot of teams. And the Suns actually have a lot of decent players, uh, young players, who might be um, an experiment right now if a team would like to give a flyer on them. Mm-hmm. Same with the Knicks, actually. I think the Knicks could also be a good fit oh, for yeah. John Wall. He's I mean, not, he's not gonna want to go there though. Why not? It's uh, like the biggest have, stage in the NBA. Yeah, yeah but they have nobody. But I mean, wants Cr- to kind of play New York or Los Angeles. I feel. And, and then and, with Chris Haps coming back too next year, I mean, <laughs> that could actually be really good. Uh, Chris Haps and Wall, and they actually have some good young players too. The Knicks, um, Hardaway, he can he can shoot the lights out too. So, and they have some decent young talent that they can also use for a trade as well. Plus, the Knicks always manage to come up with salary caps, so John Wall's massive contract wouldn't even be an issue for them. So that could mm-hmm. actually be a good spot. And he would end up staying um, in the in the East at that point, too. So um, mm-hmm. I think with know. both those teams, they also have, again, with the Suns, like, they have nobody to trade for. Their team's awful. They're obviously not going to trade Booker or... Um, or Aiton, and you know when it comes to John Wall that they're good, their asking price is going to be pretty big because he's a top point guard. And again, with, yeah, who, who's the other team you listed? The uh, Knicks. The Knicks. Like, yeah, the Knicks suck. They Again, they don't have anyone. who They're not going to trade Przingis or Hardaway, so who do they really have to offer? Well, they have, like, Nox, Nikina, Nikina, are you kidding me? That guy's terrible. I didn't say that. I said <laughs> they have Knox, they have Mitchell Robinson, and they have asset. They have picks. Yeah, and the, those They're, teams are always playing bad, so their picks are going to be very valuable. Yeah. The Knicks and the, yeah. and the Suns. And uh, the Suns have some. I mean, they got Warren. Um, yeah, Warren's not Josh bad. Jackson. Those guys suck right now, but I'm sure that. Well, TJ Warren doesn't yeah. suck. Josh no, no, Jackson Josh sucks. Ja- yeah, Jackson and Nilly Keener are playing awful right now, but I'm sure that if a team really wanted to, they can always take them as projects and just try and. Um, you know, work them out because they were so high pick. So yeah, and they're they're like less than two years into into their careers. So it's not like it's you can ring the bell right now and say that the careers are over. So I think they could still be a good package in a trade. Exactly, and as a GM, if you you pick these guys like early in the draft like, their value is, like, the highest it's going to be. Like, if they keep playing like this, it's only going to go down from here. So you want to get rid of those assets, like, as soon as you can before they become devalued completely. I think that's already been devalued, though. Only after after high If you're a high pick and you have a one, and your your rookie year's bad, your value goes way down. I think it's down already. Like, Josh Jackson. But it's still there. I mean, one year is too quick yeah. remember like kobe Bryant himself like didn't he average like seven points in yeah eight or nine like, points something yeah. like that yeah so i mean it's kobe Bryant. it's a little different but at that time yeah but people knew kobe was going to be big when he came into the league but wouldn't you but like if, if the knew. hype was there wouldn't you say that their their expectations definitely went down after he averaged eight points though yeah fair yeah, but I that's just true. I don't and you think can say Kobe's the same thing about Lonzo Ball or Faults too. Like people expected them to be good, especially Ball. There's a lot of hype, and yeah. so I don't know. Well, Ball's been playing a lot better with Rondo out. But I'm saying like those those they still have value. Like they're still young pieces that maybe they're just not they weren't drafted to the right situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just haven't fully developed. Like you can still trade them. Right maybe now. I, I think their value definitely goes down after one bad year though. I'm not saying it's like useless, but it definitely goes down. I mean down. it definitely doesn't go up after a bad year, but yeah. like it's I'm, still there. There's still some value because it's only it's only one year and people yeah. like players but need just, time to develop. Fair, I'm just saying it does go down. If you have a bad year, your value goes down. 
Okay. Like, there's yes. no arguing there. Okay, but that's but why not you for get trade re- purposes though. I think their their trade that. value. That's, is that's still, exactly what value is though. I'm saying it goes down for a trade purpose. But their trade value is still pretty high. I mean, Nikita. Exactly. Okay, that's what I'm let's say it's, it's still, still high, high, but it still goes down. Sure, they had a bad year. Yeah. Obviously, it went down, but like their value is still the highest it's going to be now because they've only played a year mm-hmm. and so you have you know you can experiment with those guys maybe they just weren't playing in the right situation they still have potential right so you're not gonna wait till year three and have the sample size be a lot bigger for them playing back so i like, think you in the end them now i just don't yeah. think anyone wants a guy like josh jackson uh I don't know. Some pe- some teams the, might want to yeah. like exper- experiment with that guy. In the NBA, know. there's two things that are very important: age and potential. Mm-hmm. Nilikina's 20, and he was the eighth pick in the draft. Josh Jackson is 21, and he was the fourth pick in the draft. That tells you that they're young. They still have time to develop, and with how high they picked, there's some potential there. So I think was. it's still way too early to actually go ahead and, and you know say those guys have no value. Um, they can't I'm not saying traded. they have no value. I'm just saying it's gone down after a bad couple of years. It's gone down after a bad year. It's gone down, but like it's still high, and it's the highest it's gonna. It's how the highest it's gonna be is like right now. So if you're gonna move assets, you want to move them now. Is my point. You you but don't want to wait till year I th- three. I say that makes them look. Even worse, you're saying their value's at the highest it's ever been. Their value is pretty bad. So if it's if it's at the highest it's ever been right now, I think that's saying a no, lot. No, no, it's it's not bad because of potential. If you mm-hmm. you can look, okay, year after year one, teams right? teams want to win now though. Not a no, team like no, the Wizards no, who are no, trading away no, John Wall. Yeah, exactly. Right? They they would want to rebuild the exactly. Wizards. Do they? Def- if they get rid of Beal and Wall, if they do, but. They're not yeah, like... that's what I'm. That's, but I'm saying, like, yeah. based on the reports and based on mm-hmm. we're considering them trading Wall to Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd be getting rid of them, and let's assume they get rid of Beal as well, based on the reports. I don't. I don't. Like, that's a complete rebuild. Mm-hmm. Just to reiterate the thing, those trade ideas that the the the, the report went out, that wasn't the Wizards considering that. That was literally just random people putting together potential trades. The Wizards never reported, "Oh, I want to trade them here." Just to clarify. Was that not reported by Adrian? So we have okay. It was so reported that tweet. this is a potential trade, good trade idea for I, the league, but it was never. Hey, the Wizards were like, "Oh, we're in contact with them." I have the tweet from Woj himself right here. It says story. Okay, story on ESPN. Wizards signaling a willingness to tra- to consider trade overtures on entire roster. Yeah. So that includes Wall and Beal, including All Star guards John Wall and Bradley Beal. That was that was the tweet on Monday. He sent that last. No, but Monday. I'm saying it wasn't clarified from the Wizards. Hey, we want to send them to this specific team. No, no, no. no we're just giving our. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, but they they do they are willing to get rid of both of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So if they do, like that, that's a complete rebuild. Like hundred percent. Because you're you're not gonna so. go up right away. Well, it depends. Anytime it, soon. It depends what they get for them. If they get, like, an all-star in return, then they're pretty much at the same. It depends what they get for them. Who's going to give yeah, up an but, all-star for them, though? Yeah. I, it's not like... You might as well keep your all-star player. No, but yeah, just, yeah, I'm, exactly. Because like, if you're trading for, like, a, a similar asset, it's going to do the same thing for you right away. There's no, because no it's a whole different player. Especially if we're talking... Like, we traded DeRozan for Kawhi. We didn't get the same thing in return. <laughs> Getting a new player that, to a brand-new team can make a big difference. different, though, because Kawhi didn't... Like Kawhi, Kawhi requested a trade, right? So I'm it's pretty like sure, I'm he, pretty sure John Wall's requesting a trade at this point. <laughs> we we, all, we don't know that officially, but from what we so with the three teams we talked about, like the the Suns, the Knicks, Knicks and the Spurs. The Spurs are not going to trade DeRozan or. You don't have the assets, I think. For it, I think but out of those, of those three teams, teams the Spurs would be the best fit. Yes. but their assets aren't valuable enough to get someone like John Wall. I think with the Knicks and the Suns, their combination of their draft picks, the fact that they're always a bottom feeder, their their draft pick value is going to be high, and the young players with potential that they have, I think those teams would be a better combination in terms of getting John Wall. Um, especially because right now the Wizards, what they need to do is they need to look towards the future. They need to get out of the mentality of, you know, we're a playoff team right, right now. now. It's not something that they should be looking into. They should be looking ahead of time and getting some young guys with potential, grooming those guys, um, letting those guys develop, letting those guys play. You know, uh, 
if I quote Joel Embiid, they just got to trust the process right now. <laughs> um, I think it comes down to what the Wizards want in return. If they want some All-Stars like in return, then they might have to look at other teams. If they want, hey, let's mm-hmm. start... Re- so I think it depends what their mind... Because all they said is people are up for trades. They haven't said, hey... I want to rebuild, or hey, we want all sorts of returns. Like, I think it really comes down to what Washington wants in return. Yeah, the mm-hmm. only thing, too, is that for John Wall, they should be going ahead and looking at a team that's really young because that team needs a lot of cap space. And if you already have established officers yeah. on your team, that means their cap space is going to be low. So they need to probably look for someone who has a lot of cap space, which means younger players who have smaller contracts at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, I just wanted to say in Phoenix, though, I don't know if that would be the best fit. I think you do shift Booker to the the point guard position and have him play kind of like that Harden role. Um, but anyways, what? that's a that's a topic for another day. Um, <laughs> Harden, Harden is not a point guard. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. But anyway, he's cri- still the primary ball handler, and he still brings up the balls. <laughs> that doesn't make him a point he guard. Initiates the offense. Does, what else does a does. point guard do? Yeah. Like, Chris, he, he Chris Paul is a point guard of the Houston Rockets. Why? No, but I don't know I guess, why. No, but he, like, that's his position. No, but so, when Chris Paul goes on the bench, James Harden becomes the point guard. Well, of the no, game. definitely plays. He de- <laughs> well, that makes him a point guard. I don't know how that. Yeah, when he's on the bench. Yeah, so he's a point guard. But I don't he, understand. He plays point guard for half exactly. the game. So how does that not make him a point guard? He's a shooting guard. He's a shooting guard ball handler. But if he's a point guard on the team. When he's not. Chris Paul goes Didn't on the bench. Did he lead the league in assists last year? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure the guy plays point guard. He's so who constantly plays, initiating the offense. Who's the backup point guard for the Houston Rockets? I don't know. Chris Paul plays like the whole game. When it's Chris like, Paul goes exactly. on the bench, who plays point guard? They, I don't know. They I can't stagger th- their minutes. James Harden they plays point guard. Minutes, okay, yeah. he's the backup point guard. Yeah, he's a point guard on he, the Rockets. He, he, he's not the starting point guard. He plays point guard. He, he ball he handles. He's a combo guard. He plays both, and he initiates the offense a lot. And all, all I was trying do. to say was that Booker could potentially do the same thing based on their skill sets, but that's a topic for another day because we just spent half an hour on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on to um, we uh, the Jimmy Butler trade. So, um, so now that they've played a few games here, they played six games. So uh, Jimmy Butler in his six games with Philadelphia is averaging... 18 points, uh, 3.2 assists, 3.5 rebounds. So um, how do you guys think Jimmy Butler is fitting on uh, the 76ers? I mean, just from looking at his play, he's playing pretty good. I mean, he had that highlight there, the game-winning jump shot, which is pretty nice, and the game-winning block. Um, kind of took a page out of LeBron James's handbook there. So he's playing pretty well, but if you look at his numbers, they're down across the board, right? Which I guess, I mean, if you have guys, I know he had guys of talent too with Minnesota, but um, I mean, his numbers, his points per games are down, uh, he's turning the ball over more now, his rebounds are down, his assist numbers are down, uh, so it's I think it's a, a bit of both, um, but I think it's just him getting accustomed to, to playing with, uh, with, uh, with Philly. But, I mean, I think in the end he'll probably end up, um, his numbers are going to end up being the same that it was in Minnesota. It's just that right now they're taking a hit. It's just an adjustment period from what I'm understanding here. But I like the fit, though. I mean, um, right now he's shooting 43% from three, which is really good. That's exactly what Philly needed. They needed some shooters. I know Covington and Saric, um, they can stretch the floor too. But um, to have a guy like Jimmy Butler who can defend who can shoot the three, um, who can give the ball later in the quarter, too, um, to close the game. It's just, it's something that has no real um, value. Like, it's, if you if you get the chance to go ahead and get a guy like that, you have to pull the trigger on it. So, I think it was a really good move by Philly. Okay, okay. Uh, Jordan, your uh, your early impressions there? Jimmy uh, it's not much to say, but it was just a staff fan said he's, he's doing good so far, so. I think I think they make they make them a better team overall. They played good recently. I mean, they really crapped the bed last night and lost to the Cavs. That's pretty embarrassing, especially when your three best players are putting up good numbers. So that's not good. But besides that, I think they've gotten better and they've been playing well recently. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, where it makes a huge difference is having a guy like another guy that can close at the end of games because you can. 
Uh, Embiid was obviously their go-to guy at the end of the games. Now they have two options. I mean, there. I'd say Embiid's still. The, uh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely yeah. is still the go-to guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you have two options now, so yeah. teams don't have to just zero in on Embiid at the end of games when they're throwing it to him in the yeah. post, right? Now you got Butler to worry about. Um, but yeah, his numbers have gone down a bit. Um, but I, I think you know it's it's a new team. It'll take some time to adjust, just like last year, um, Minnesota. It took some time for him to adjust. Yeah, he'll there. be fine. And he'll, yeah, I think he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, so one of the one of the things you guys mentioned um, when we were talking about the trade initially was that Ben Simmons, his numbers, uh, he, I think, like his value will value will be lowered yes. with uh, Butler going there. So what do you guys think about uh, Ben Simmons' play so far with Butler on the team? Uh surprising. Honestly, for some reason, Simmons has been scoring more with since Butler. What's like? I think honestly, I just think it's a fluke. So it's a little surprising because like you're adding another scorer. It's like mm-hmm. how could he be scoring more? So I, I, I like it's just, it's cool to see him scoring a bit more. I don't think that'll keep up, but that's one thing I noticed. He's had like a couple twenty point twenty point games since uh, doing that. So I think part of the reason why um, his uptick in scoring has been happening is because he has been focusing more on Jimmy Butler. I mean, when you have guys like Covington and Sarge, teams aren't going to focus on them too much. They'll kind of let them be, and then. Um, you know, you don't have to focus. You don't have to focus a game plan on them. But when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler, your defense is going to shift towards him, right? When he's on the court. So I think the floor has just been a lot more open for Simmons and his driving lanes have just, you know, they've been there. So he can actually go ahead and and uh, make some offensive plays instead of looking to pass. I mean, I think the the drive to the basket is just much easier for him now with someone like Jimmy Butler requesting the attention of, um, you know, because when you had guys uh, last year. You had Butler and Simmons, so what's going to happen, or so you had Embiid and Simmons, so you're going to put one of your best post defenders on Simmons, and then your second best defender is going to go on Simmons. On uh, Embiid gets your best defender, and then you get Simmons as your yeah. second defender, right? Now, you're probably going to put your top big man um, on Embiid, and then you have your second best uh, wing, or first best wing defender on uh, Butler, yes. and then Simmons gets your next down in the order in terms of defender right so he's facing probably right now a lower level of um, talent on defense I think it's just easier for him to actually go ahead and score yeah yeah I think um, I think their offense becomes less predictable because with Simmons there um, it was pretty much push the ball kick it to open three-point shooters um, or feed and beat in the post yeah last now you year, have a guy that can yeah. do more right so last year just kick it to Covington and Sarge yeah, exactly like, that was, exactly that was like, it's, it's kind of predictable um, so I'm just pulling up uh, Covington's stats here with Philadelphia so he's averaging or sorry um, with Minnesota um, so Minnesota he's averaging 13 points uh, 1.2 assist and 4.8 rebounds so uh, he's averaging almost a full two points more with Minnesota. Um, so what do you guys think about um, that end of the trade? So like the Covington slash Sarich end of the deal and how they've been playing with Minnesota and how they'll fit uh, for the rest of the season. Well, I think when you look at Minnesota, um, one thing you have to look at is um, Derek Rose. Because they actually haven't skipped a beat without Butler just because Rose has actually been taking a bit more of the, um, the scoring. So he's actually kind of kept them afloat right now, mm-hmm. which not only speaks about his resurgence, but uh, the team's ability to play around uh, losing a guy like Jimmy Butler. And, um, yeah, I think Covington uh, and Saric, I mean, they can still shoot for sure. They're not, um, you know, they're not... Saric hasn't uh, really been playing much, has he? Uh, he's been playing here and there, but... Minnesota's yeah. kind of they have a lot of big men, right? He's his minutes are way down. So he's playing twenty he's playing twenty four minutes a game. He was playing thirty and a half on Philadelphia. Yeah, so. his, his skill set's kinda limited. It's like hit hit some threes, but he's pretty like weak as a traditional big man, I think, so it's hard to get some defense in from him. His number is also down. Uh nine point four points. Jesus. He's averaging one point six assists and four point four rebounds numbers down across the board almost a full two points down um I, i'm surprised to be honest i i thought he'd start right away 
Um, but apparently not. I guess I, so I underestimated how much uh, Tom Thibodeau really loves his guys, <laughs> and uh, apparently he's he's gonna stick with Gibson. Um, I, I'm very surprised just because Sarich, uh, the younger player, adds more dimension to your offense. I believe. Um, to spread the floor, especially when you have um, Carl Anthony Towns there in the middle. I think you, you want to spread it out as much as possible, and it's not like you have the greatest shooters around the team, like Wiggins, Teague. It's not like they're knockdown shooters. So um, you have Covington now. I think Sarge could also help spread out the floor. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just very surprised with how little he's been playing. Um Moving forward, um, do you think do you think uh, Minnesota can make the playoffs? No, no, not y- this rate. Think? I honestly don't think they have a bad team. Even before the trade, I didn't think their team was that bad. But I don't know what they're lacking. But now they're not making the playoffs. They're bottom feeders right now. Thirteen. They're eight and eleven. Yeah. Oh my goodness! This just so they need to get a bit more. Like... There's still a chance, but I don't think they will. But they just need to get more consistent. I think they might lack that defense because they got scores like obviously they can score they got Wiggins Towns uh the rollers off the bench has been amazing this year so yeah I don't see them making the playoffs if you look at the standings right now um out of the teams who aren't in the playoff picture there's about four teams who'll probably make it before they do I mean the Rockets the the Spurs the Jazz Jazz are not making a playoffs oh, Jazz are they're doing they're doing worse than uh, they're doing <laughs> worse than them they're well, like they have the same record yeah, eight and eleven record, yeah but, but in terms if I had to pick one team between the Jazz and the T Wolves to make the playoffs I'd pick the Jazz over the T Wolves hundred percent they're more established defensively um, they work better as a team if you saw how they played last year. I would definitely pick them over the T Wolves. So you have four teams right there who would make up, who would end up making the playoffs before the T Wolves. So they're definitely not making it this year. I definitely see them probably being second or third last in the in the West at this point. So you see them making the playoffs over. What about the Mavericks? Because they're they're sitting at eight and eight and nine right now, just one seed above them. So you Mavericks are better than the T Wolves. Okay, so you think the Mavericks have more of a chance, and you think the T-Wolves have more of a chance to defend? If I pick a team between the Mavs and the T-Wolves, I'd pick the T-Wolves to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just a lack of experience for the Mavs is, is uh, something that's going to be tough for them to overcome. Yeah, and... Uh, we're not um, dealing with drama like they were, though. <laughs> yeah. That, we had a clean a slate. But I'm also, like, what, what's happened to... I'm kind of disappointed with, like, Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Like I, I expected their games to just elevate. Well, Cat's been great. Cat's been decent. his yeah his numbers have w- been Wiggins okay. hasn't been Wiggins, Wiggins has been both just been all Wiggins right. no but if you look like, at his numbers Cat's been good doing well uh, he's still averaging 20, 20 and eleven so yeah but he should average he should be averaging twenty five okay shout out to our name of NBA Fantasy Cast I'm going off fantasy air I traded for him right away once that trade went through because I thought his value would elevate. And I wanted to get Ben Simmons off my hand, and that trade like backfired for sure. Like <laughs> in in 2016, his second year in the league, he was averaging 25 and 12. This should be yeah. more the cat that we yeah, should be yeah. seeing. I, I not not a 20 and 11 guy. Yeah, I think it's more in Wiggins though. Like I think it's yeah. it's more of a disappointment how Wiggins is playing as opposed to Cat. I'm I, disappointed I, in both of them to be Wiggins honest. Wiggins is a number one pick, wasn't he? Same. People forget about yeah, that. He yeah, was a number one yeah, pick. That's true. Wow. So he's definitely more of a disappointment, just based on that alone. <laughs> I mean, wasn't Towns like top three? Yeah, top he was. He was first overall pick too. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, like it was between him and Okafor, right? Mm-hmm. Even Wait, Okafor for a top f- that pick. Uh, Julio Okafor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Towns and Okafor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know they had that one good year together, and that same year Wiggins was averaging 23 points a game. Wow! Right, so that was yeah. their that was their their glory year. I but almost don't believe that. I mean, <laughs> based on how Wiggins is, it's just it's disappointing. Uh, it's definitely disappointing. I'm not surprised where they're at in the standings, though. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, if you look at their roster, you would think that they'd be a playoff team right now. You'd think, but I don't know. Yeah, but I don't, I'm also not surprised by their like where they are, based especially on with losses. how Derrick Rose is playing too. You would definitely think that they'd be in the playoffs, but. Yeah, it's just sad. I think Thibodeau is part of the issue. Barely, but yeah. Thibodeau is definitely part of the issue at this point. Um, I just think his style of play right now is not something that is adaptable to the new NBA. 
It was good when it was the Bulls,、mm-hmm. when you know, he could slow the pace down. Because typically, when he was coaching the Bulls, it was defense, 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 slow the play down.、Mm-hmm. Um, they had guys like Carlos Boozer who can open up the paint.、Um, and they played really slow. But in today's NBA, that pace just won't work.、Um, so I think his coaching is a bit outdated at this point, and it's definitely hurting the T Wolves. Do you, when do you guys think he'll get fired? Like, he, he's obviously got to go. I don't, like, I don't think he's on the brink of getting fired. I haven't heard any reports about that. No, no, I haven't either. I'm just, I'm just、oh. asking you guys, like,、mm. when do you think he'll go? Because clearly he has to go, just like Scott Brooks. Like, I think he, he has he's, to go. He's, he's, he's he got to go. go. They got to make a change there. So, we'll see. I, I I'm fine to say as long as it's, it's, not all, it's not all his fault. That's all I'll say. Like, yeah, he'll get some of the blame, but it can't be all his fault. Like, no, but. The team's definitely not producing as well, so. Yeah, it's a lot easier to change one coach, though, than to, like, roster <laughs>、yeah. overhaul. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the, the coach gets all. The coach always gets shafted before the players. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's easier to change. Yeah, but, like, for、so. sure. Anyways,、um, so, yeah, unless you guys have more to say, I think we can move on to the emergence of Kemba Walker.、Um, So,、uh, he destroyed Kyrie earlier this week. And、uh, so, do you guys want to talk? How do you guys want to approach this? Do you guys want to talk、um, well, like Kemba, or do you guys want to talk about just top point guards? Well, I think we can talk about Kemba's play, and then, you know, just、uh, we can say where we rank him in terms of the top point guards in the East.、Um, I'll start off. I'll say that Kemba right now, he's always been an offensive dynamo, they can, he can always score. But scoring this much is just, I didn't expect that at all. I mean, I think this year is the year that he kind of just took it upon himself to, to show everyone that, you know, he can be、um, one of the best point guards in the East. And I think right now he's the best point guard in the East、um, based on his numbers,、yeah. based on what he's doing for his team. I mean, it's, it's actually crazy to see that. And I just want to say, averaging 28.6, 6.4 assists, and 4.2 rebounds. I、ridiculous. think the, the yeah. biggest yeah. thing to me is not the stats he's putting up, but he's, he's actually leading his team to victories. So I think that's the biggest thing to me. Like, I don't really care about stats. Like, you're, if you're bringing your team to wins, that speaks more volumes. And to be honest, yeah, he literally has no help. He has absolutely no one, especially after Howard leaving. Like, there's, there's no really second option there. So, the fact that he's bringing his team's wins seventh in the East with no、yeah. help, that's what impresses me the most. That you're bringing your team wins with no help. I just wish he, he was. He's, one, he's also another guy that like, could fit really well in San Antonio. I wish, I wish he wasn't in s h a r l o t t e He、Charlotte. scored 60 points again, the Sixers. 60 points. Yes.、Yeah, and、nuts. the Sixers are one of the top defensive teams. For him to go off with 60. He's what, six feet play against Simmons, who's 6'9. Like, that's insane for him to score 60. Yeah, yeah.、Um, so, I, I wish he would. They're not going to trade him. The thing is, Kemba wants to stay, so I think he's going to stay.、Oh, man, but they got. Your career, Kemba. No, but that. But I think they need to get him help. No one wants to play in Charlotte. Yeah, but do they want to play with Kemba? I'd want to play with Kemba. Probably not. In Charlotte, though, I mean, like, <laughs> they're a playoff no, team. They'll most people, Nick Matoon, Kemba should leave the team, and, and they got、them. some nice young guys. Like, yeah, got, I mean, they, they, they got Bacon, Jeremy Lance, not really young anymore, like Bridges, Monk, Monk, like they got Kaminsky. Yeah, they should really get rid of Biombo and his contract. Some of those guys are straight. Yes. Marvin, yeah. Marvin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marvin Williams is like. Even Malik Monk. like...、Uh, I wouldn't call him a bust, but yeah. He's alright. I'd probably、he's、give him a year, another year. Before,、yeah. Maybe another year or two before calling him a bust. It's a little too early. Nah, he's not a bust. And he was like mid round pick, so you can't really call that a bust. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look too promising.、So. Oh, he's, he's had some good games, though. I like him. He was one of my favorite players in that draft class. Yeah. But yeah, they need, to do, they need to do something else with this roster. I mean, they are wasting、um, Prime Kemba right now.、Um, and you know, they think about、yeah. if their team was a little bit better and you have Kemba averaging 28 points a game, I mean, you'd be so much far up in the, in the standings right like now. Like if they got Bradley Beal, that'd be dope. Bradley Beal would be a good because、um, he I mean, he'll get the ball too, but.、Um, Takes a load off Kemba a bit. Yeah, spaces the floor too. Yeah. Because、yeah. their shooting isn't. They don't have that, that many shooters actually、Malik、if you look、Monk's、at their roster. Malik Monk's a good guy, but. 
I think Jeremy Lamb's they've been their second guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, he's you're good. Not, he's, I know, he's but their next best never player. Gonna, you're never gonna go far. I know. Jeremy Lamb. I think they should best. keep Batum too, no matter what they do. Oh he's, he's he, his he's, contract he, is Yeah, awful. he's <laughs> ever since Portland, that guy's been on a major decline. But he's, he's average, the guy you want on your team though come playoff time. Because yeah, he can do a little bit of everything. He can rebound, he can defend, he can pass, he can still shoot. Um, he, he does a bit of everything. Uh, Tony Parker, I don't know. I still don't know why they signed Tony Parker. No, he's good, man. He's had some solid games off the bench for them. Get, he'll, get just, you, he'll get you 10 points off the bench. What's he wrong should, with that? He should have stayed with San Antonio. I think he should have, too, just for, like, just for a cool story. Why line. Charlotte? Why, why with a Hornets out of all places? Yeah. Like, come on, Tony. You could do better. I know you're listening. Like, come on, Tony. <laughs> Okay, so in Kemba's game against Kyrie, he dropped 43 on them uh, in the win. Wait, didn't Kyrie have a big game that... He had that, a big game, too. Like, didn't he have, like... happens. Like, Kyrie yeah, plays was, well against... Uh, like, with the same thing with Jamal Murray. Did he throw the ball in the stands again? <laughs> yes. I, I hope he did, and... Uh, <laughs> Why would you hope We'll that? talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're listening to the podcast, Kyrie, stop. Just stop. stop. You have a good arm, though. <laughs> So I, I think that's kind of a statement game. Like Kyrie is is considered a top point guard in the league. Kemba is not like he's not considered up there amongst like the elite. Like like the right Kyrie, now Steph he is Curry. Yeah. Right now, but just like, but like you know, the overall general, like yeah. Kyrie is considered like a top point guard, but I'd say like currently right now, Kemba's considered better. Yeah, just right now. Like, just right just now. starting yeah. to. Yeah. So um yeah, who do you get like I know we don't have lists ready, but um, if you guys want to like discuss the top point guards maybe in the league and where do you think Kemba oh. is is Before, right now? Actually, I just want to finish up really quickly here on Kemba's stats. I have to bring this up. This is crazy. He came into the league averaging 12 points a game. That's pretty good. Shooting yeah. 30% from three. Right now he's averaging 28 points a game. That's insane. He's that Although he's crazy. attempting 10, po- 10 threes a game right now. <laughs> he's making four of them, so that's, that's pretty really good. That's really good, though. Yeah. But that's crazy. From 12 points a game to almost 29 points a game. Like, it's just, he went from 12 to 17, 22, now 29. Like, he's just been constantly good. And it's just, I'm so impressed with how he's been playing. Yeah. And, that guy, and the thing is, like, that guy wants to win, too. Like, he, he's been very vocal about, like, yeah, hey, I played great tonight, but, like, we lost, and I'm upset about it. So the guy, the guy, wants to win. He's almost—he's just so loyal. Yeah, and almost too loyal to Charlotte. And they almost traded him last year. They or they didn't always trade him, but that they they were talks. But I don't which like kind of makes sense because like you could get a lot of value for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, but no, you're right, Dean. Like he's he's a very loyal guy. And it's crazy because as his scoring has been increasing, so has his assist. So it's not like he's become a ball hog. Like his. Assist numbers have actually gone up, so he's getting teams and his teammates involved too. So I'm just I'm impressed. And if his team was better, it'd be awesome to see a guy like that get an MVP. But I just don't think it's in the books for him this year. But in the future, I would love to see him get an MVP. But back to back to the what you were saying, Dean. There, I I was just gonna say like off those stats too. Like he is averaging 19.3 points for his career, 5.4 assists, 3.8 rebounds. So all the like, so he's averaging point three for his career this year. He's at almost twenty nine. Yeah, so he's just so he's averaging like nine more points per game than his career. Ten more points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's just because he started off his career pretty slow, I guess, and it's just he's become better every year. It, that's just the simple thing to say. Every single year, he's become better. I yeah. hope he can keep it up yeah. this year. You know what? Yeah, because we've I hope seen he that can happen keep before. It up, <laughs> but he's shooting forty seven percent from the field, almost fifty percent. As a point guard who's six feet tall in the yeah. league, that's insane. That's crazy. Ah, uh, let's just get right to it. Let's get to it. Who who's better, Kemba or Kyrie? Kemba. Kemba. Well, you have to ask a more specific question. Who's the better player? Like, Kemba. I mean, like right now. Right now, Kemba. Like yeah. currently, right now. Yes. Yes. I'll sure. say. I'll say right Kemba. Now. What would you say Kyrie for? Just like their career? overall. Like, yeah, but then you have to look at who Kyrie's been playing with. So you're saying Kyrie has the better career, but Kemba's the better player right now? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm. If I had to, if this year alone I had to pick a point guard, it'd be Kemba. 
I'd take I Kyrie. Know, like, why has Kyrie had the better career? Just because he had the opportunity to play with LeBron and he won a ring? No, it has nothing to do with LeBron. I, for me, that's that's <laughs> the only that's the only reason why I would say Kyrie's so better. Kyrie's yeah. been more consistent over the years. Like as you can see in the stats, Kemba's averaging 19 points as a career. So. Okay, so okay, pull up Kyrie's stats. As I know, but Kyrie do you think that playing with LeBron opens up the floor for you, allowing you no, to do more things on offense? No, because Kyrie was good before LeBron came to Cleveland. Wh- what was good, his numbers? He, uh, he was like averaging twenty points a game. But isn't that in line with Kemba's numbers then? So if you take away the year that Kyrie played with LeBron, it has nothing to do with LeBron. That like my argument has nothing to do with LeBron. <laughs> That's the thing. I think he's just as good without LeBron, if not better, because Kyrie would not be seen as elite before LeBron. Like, he, no. he was just a flashy young player that mm-hmm. scored a lot of points that his team was awful. Yeah. I think he would. Because he's, he's, he, he gained his respect in the league himself by playing. He was relevant before LeBron. He was just, like, a, he was y- averaging, a young player that could score a lot. If you he take a look at his numbers without LeBron, he's been averaging about 20 points. That, that's what I said. <laughs> but that's points. what Kemba's been averaging, too. Yeah, his, his career average is ni- 19, 19.3. Mm-hmm. And so, Ke- and sorry, Kyrie's 22, so it's a little bit better, but I do think but that... he also played with LeBron. Like, we can't and just with, ignore And with Kevin years. Love, and with Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah, we can't just ignore those exactly. years. Kemba's teams have been awful. Yeah, I'm like, sure that if Kemba awful. had an open floor with Love and LeBron playing, he could be putting up crazy but that's numbers, just like, too. But that's just like a if. Like, we never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but who? Okay, so who who would win in a one on one game of basketball? I don't like that. Those those questions are dumb. Okay, I don't do, think I don't do think rather, a one on one. Who would you rather have on your team? Who would you rather have on this Dallas? year? This year, right now, I'd rather have Kemba on my team. It depends on okay. the question. If you're talking about in the current state right now, I take Kemba. If it's like overall, like in long term, I'd take Kyrie because I think he's more consistent. Okay, and I think Kemba, like we don't know if. We, we've seen that Kemba hasn't really proved to have numbers like this consistently over his, like over like a whole season. Like last year, I think he popped off like a few games here and there, or maybe at the beginning of the season he did good, but Kemba hasn't proved that he can do this over the whole season. And like I think a lot of us are just on the hype that like it's been this many games and he's doing I mean, this well. Last year he was averaging like 23 points a game, so it's not like he, yeah, he can't score. Yeah, last year he like, definitely... oh, sorry, in 2016 he was averaging 23, last year 22. 2015 is averaging 21 points a game, so mm-hmm. those are pretty much in line with Kyrie's numbers, right? Yeah. And he's been dishing out the ball a little bit better than Kyrie has. Yeah, pretty similar. Um, and Kyrie's been putting up the assists recently, too. He's had a lot of, like, 10-plus assist nights. Which... Yeah, he has six. Kemba has six, too, this yeah, year. So, I mean... It's the same. <laughs> uh, this... I think we should talk about this year alone, because mm-hmm. that's what we can see right now. We can't see in the future. So, this okay. year, right now, I mean Kemba. Um, I put Kemba first, and then in terms of point guards, um, if we're talking about in the East overall, I'd probably say, because of his versatility, I'd probably say Simmons. That's disgusting. Simmons (laughs) as a point guard second, based on what he can do. So Kemba, then Simmons? Kemba, and then Simmons. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's close. Ah. Wait, you're going to put Simmons over John Wall? I know their team's not doing too good, but you'd put Simmons over John Wall? Yeah, what about yeah. Lowry? Lowry too. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I forgot no, about Lowry. No, so I, I would do Jeez. I would do Kemba, Simmons, Wall, and then I'd probably do Kyrie and then Lowry. Yeah, I put Lowry. You're the, crazy. Yeah. What's so Kyrie's good about down. What's so good about Kyle Lowry? No, no, no. I'm just saying that it's nice that you put Kyrie that low because I always hear him top like top three point guards like. Why? Ba- I don't, yeah, I don't no, understand no, no. that. Based on John Wall's Why? combination of scoring and playmaking, he can do more for his team than Kyrie can. Because uh, if Kyrie doesn't score, what else can he do for his team? He's doing more for his team, but the Celtics are doing better. But look at the, the two yeah, rosters, yeah, exactly. though. Like, That's not even comparable. Yeah. They have the but best roster. Washington has two All-Stars. How many does Boston have? Three. What? Hayward, Horford. Oh, the Hayward's not All-Star anymore. What recently he's been playing well? He's recently. been playing so well recently. Not all, the last not all he, star. The, the last though, time he played a full season, he was. And that was okay. Yeah, that but was right now, I'd say they have one all star. Horford's on all star. Right now, is John Wall or Bradley Beal an all star though? Yes. Their team is doesn't, awful. doesn't matter. All stars have nothing know, to man. do with a team. Actually, sometimes they it, do. It definitely but, does. Otherwise, Vucevic would be an all star. 
Well, he wasn't that. He wasn't this good last year, though. He's always been good, though. Like he's not not to this level, though. Numbers, though. Not to this level, though. Not to like he's not putting up like I don't even. He's having a career year. Yes, I don't. You can. You definitely cannot compare the Celtics roster and the Wizards roster. There's no way you can compare that. Compare anything. (laughs) Not not fairly. You can't do yeah. that fairly. Like, they were first you... for the pretty much the whole season last year. They rather had a late, late push. Like, they were we, first in the East for like pretty much the whole season. We all went year. into this season expecting Boston to be first, and like I think the Wizards it, to be like in the bottom. Yeah, like, those were the expectations of this year. Well, no, I wouldn't say not for me personally. I I think the Wizards would make the playoffs, but like I yeah. definitely thought Boston would have like the best record. Yeah, that's and they're top they're three. like. Well, before last night, they were 500. They were 9-9. Nine nine. They were an 8 seed. They're in 7th seed now, I think. They're 10-9, maybe 6. But, uh, so, yeah, so for me, it's Kemba, Simmons, seed, yeah. and then... I think it's uh, absolutely ridiculous Wall, to put Simmons at number 2. Kyrie, and then uh, Kyrie and then Laria at 5. What, probably, what about you guys? I'd put Simmons at 5. I, I can't... I'm not going to do an order, because I... Uh, Last time I tried to do that with Paul, I said Paul Millsap was top five, Power and I forward. regret that. Yes. So I'm not going to do that. Dean's gonna... put Paul Millsap above Blake Griffin. I just want to let everyone know. Uh, Jordan Berry thinks LeBron James is not good at basketball. I just want to let he's, everyone know. He's not. <laughs> but anyways, um, I was going to say that I'll, I'll just name the players I will take ahead of uh, Kyrie. Of Kyrie. So I'm going Kyrie. No, no, no. Yes, I, I think he, he's good. He's a good... Dean's like, bitter because Kyrie left LeBron. No, I'm not. Yes, he's he good because, like, he's good as a weapon. He's good as, like, a he basically can, Jamal he, he's Crawford a scorer. type he's a weapon, scorer. weapon. A score, yeah. Yeah, he can lead a team very well. I, I don't think so. Clearly not. I mean, they're in six right now, ten and nine. So. Okay, so... And he's got, like, the LeBron's best not doing any better. <laughs> Are you serious? He took the team that was like 11th in the West last year, and he's, they're 7th now. Yeah, they won 7 out of their last 8 right now. Yeah, they're, 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 they're killing balling. it. They won't yeah. keep it up. They will still. I think they can the only playoffs. get better from this point, to be honest. We've seen them at oh, their lowest. They, they can, can only al- get better. They could also it get worse. So. <laughs> it seems... Okay, so I, I would take Kemba over him. I would take... Yeah, Simmons over him. I would take... Uh, what about John would, Wall? John Wall over Kyrie, that's very close. Um, but at the end of the day, I want my point guard to be a distributor, and so I would I would take him. Then why are you that. taking Kemba? Uh, just because Kemba and Kyrie very close. That's why this is a discussion. Like Kemba versus Kyrie, they're very similar, but like yeah, they actually are. I didn't think of that. Yeah, they're they're very similar player, but Kemba's just he's just better right now. He's just a better yeah, scorer he's right just, now. Yeah, he's just better. So I take him. Um, Simmons, definitely all around. John Wall, because of his distribution. And, uh, Lowry is tough. Um, he's having a great year. Lowry does a lot of stuff that doesn't show up on the score sheet. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, he, he's like the backbone and the heart and soul of the Raptors, so it's, you know what I mean? Like, he does a lot of stuff that you just don't see on the box score. But you can say, you can say that for a lot of players too, though. No, but. you You can say that for Eric Bledsoe. Okay, like, he shouldn't be in the conversation. No offense. What? You don't think Eric Bledsoe's good? Well, not for a top point guard. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with Eric Bledsoe. I'm not saying it's something wrong. I'm just saying if we're talking about top point guards in East, like, I, no one thinks of Bledsoe. I would probably say I'd probably say Eric Bledsoe and Kyle Lowry are... They could easily be at the same level if you're talking about that's, rankings. That's, that's ridiculous. I no, would, nobody thinks that. I would just say I, I wouldn't take... Bloods over Kyrie just because I think Kyrie would have a bigger impact on a game. Game by game, I think Kyrie has And Kyrie's the guy. Impact. Like, Bloodsoul's what, like a third option, maybe? Yeah, but he, he plays with Giannis. I mean... Lowry plays with Kawhi. <laughs> oh, okay, but Kyrie. We're talking about Kyrie. Yeah. Compared to Kyrie. Okay, like so I'll tell you what I would do. I would take... If we're talking right now, yeah, I'd say Kemba... Okay. I'd say I'm going to put Kyrie at number two. And then I'm not sure about Lowry or John Wall. I'm a Raptors fan. And I really don't like John Wall. No, I'm going to say Lowry, okay. then Wall, and Simmons. Because <laughs> Simmons hasn't proven himself that much yet. Um, okay, so what what about Simmons' game do you not like? 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 I don't know. I just don't like him that much. Okay. I think he's right. cocky for someone who's only like what second year in the league, 
And like, how is he? How is he in the running to be rookie of the year for second year in a row? That makes no sense to me. Because he didn't play. <laughs> All right, and on that note, <laughs> we're not gonna do that again. Okay, so anyways, again. so uh, yeah, that, that's like that's that's. I think that's a good discussion on uh, on Kemba and the top point guards. Um, and like, I hope he keeps it up, honestly, just for the sake of the game of basketball and us as fans, it's been fun to watch. So I hope he can keep this up. We can try having him on the show next week, actually. I I think we should. I think we honestly should. Uh, you know, we clearly, clearly we got, uh, what's his name? The coach in, uh, we got Brett Brown to listen to our podcast because, uh, (laughs) he finally benched Markel Fultz. So, uh. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Kemba, yeah, if you're listening, shout out, keep up the good work. Goodness and gracious. And so, uh, yeah, I just want to open up the floor here. If you guys have any, like, you know, anything to say to the listeners or any final comments um, before I close out the show. Uh, no, just thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we love the support. Um, we, have, we have our Twitter page set up, right? Yep. Um, feel free to shout us out or anything. If you guys want, uh, always ask. Feel free to ask questions, actually, and we can always try and bring it up during the show. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Yeah. Any Any last words, Jordan? No, we're all good. All right. So once again, thank you for listening to NBA Fantasy Cast. This was our fifth episode. Um, thank you so much for the support you've been showing us. And uh, yeah, so you can find us on PulsePodcastNetwork.com. And if you search NBA Fantasy Cast into iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, Radio Public, or Twitter, you can find us there. And uh, yeah, so thanks again for listening to our show. We'll catch you guys next time. Don't be afraid to send us some DMs of your hottest takes and some topics uh, or any questions you have. Uh, So yeah, we'll catch you next time. See ya!